Hello and welcome to episode number 203 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led entrepreneurs and business owners learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Syndable, which is the all-in-one social media management tool that my agency uses every day to schedule posts and analyze our social media results. Try them out for yourself for free by going to onlinedrea.com slash Syndable. And I'll put that link and any links we talk about today in our show notes. You can find those at onlinedrea.com slash 203. Now today I have special guest Taylor McMaster on the call. She's the founder of Dot & Company, where she and her team help digital marketing agencies keep their clients happy and keep agency owners focused on doing what they do best with full service client management services. Taylor leads a team of client account managers at Dot & Co training the cams to work with different agencies. To date, they have helped dozens of digital marketing agencies, including myself, free up their time to prioritize the money makers in their business while the DOP team ensures their client experience is smooth like butter. Taylor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on, Andrea. I'm so excited to pick your brain today because this has been an amazing experience working with you and your team in CAM School. Um, we reference it a lot in our agency. If there's a problem, we're like, go talk to Emma. She'll handle it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, but let's start at the beginning. You know, what, what inspired you to create Dot & Co to begin with? What's your background? Yeah. So I come from a marketing background. It's what I studied in university and worked in the corporate world for a number of years. And once I kind of had that entrepreneurial bug, which was there my whole life, but once I realized it was really there, I went out and started my own digital marketing agency. So I was working with clients, building landing pages, writing social media content, blogs, you name it. And after a few years of doing that, I realized that I wanted to do something that was more in line with my zone of genius. And that has always been being super organized, talking to clients and having meetings with clients and kind of being that glue when inside of the agency or inside of any business, really. And so I realized that a lot of people in my network were agency owners as well. And they didn't have this role in their agency because they didn't know how to find somebody who could serve as an account manager for them. So I decided to pivot our agency into just doing client management for agencies. And now that is all that we do. Oh my gosh. And that is such a hard thing. I know as an agency owner, we tend to be the client account managers in that we're fielding all of the questions, we're on all of the calls, and it's really tough to grow and expand. So if someone's considering you know, bringing on a client account manager, talk to me a little bit about what they do on a day-to-day basis and how do they like, how does it work? How do they even come in and help? Because I know as agency owners, we like to like hold on to all of our, all of our (laughs) precious clients. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So most agency owners hit this point when you're growing and scaling, you have a number of clients, you're starting to bring on more, but you hit this point where you're doing it all. And you cannot even imagine taking on another client because you don't know how you'd have the time to onboard them and to manage them. So most agency owners come to us looking for support when they hit that point or they're getting close to that point of scale. And really 
The point of bringing in an account manager is to give your clients a really, really good experience, not only from that onboarding, but ongoing, right? To hold their hand, to be the advocate for the client inside of the agency. So our role truly is to work with clients and keep them happy, but also remove the agency owner from the day-to-day so that we're doing all the management. So project management, subcontractor management, ensuring that everything is running smooth and nothing is falling through the cracks while keeping clients happy so that the agency owner can then go sell more or build the brand or anything like that. Oh, yeah. And I know for me, a lot of it is being more of the sales and marketing, like doing this podcast, for instance, that frees up a lot of time for that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about keeping the client happy, though, because this is something that I think came to me a little bit naturally, more so in that I like to talk to my clients. And then I found camp school and was really excited to train my team on keeping clients happy um, because I know that that for us, a lot of it is all about that relationship with the client. So what makes a good client relationship? Like what actually keeps clients happy? Yeah. So a lot of agency owners will say this, that it's the relationship that keeps clients longer than the results. And obviously we need to have good results for our clients and to keep pushing forward for them. But if you have a really strong relationship, you are going to retain your clients for so much longer. So some things that we look at when it comes to really managing clients in an amazing way is being a proactive communicator. So that comes down to how can you go above and beyond to update clients or to let them know when things are coming their way or making sure that they feel like they're the only client in your agency. So we've coined a thing called the daily pulse inside of our agency and inside camp school, which is more of a methodology where you're not necessarily updating clients on a daily basis. You can, but it's more, what are some of these little pulses that you can send to clients so that they feel like you are really moving the needle in terms of their account and you are updating them before they even ask, or you are sending them little reports and loom videos that just show that you are in their corner and that they have not been forgotten about because that is a huge thing in the agency world is that we're all out there, you know, trying to get more clients, more people in the door, but we're kind of forgetting about giving our current clients that premium experience that they deserve. Oh, yes. And I know a lot of people listening to this who are freelancers or agency owners always love a good referral. And I think those referrals come from your clients being like, this is awesome. I got to talk about this to everybody. So exactly. Yeah. Love that client um, experience. Now I want to talk a little bit about camp school because that's how I work with dot and co. Um, and I joined camp school last year. Sometime. I've been in there for probably about a year at the time this episode's yeah. going live. And how I've chosen to use the tools are to train my current team to be account managers. Um, So tell me a little bit about camp school, especially for those who are still maybe solo agency owners or freelancers who want to learn this piece about client account management. Yeah. So camp school actually is in its second or third iteration. So we 
created this program. And I know you work very closely with Emma from our team. So she created CAM School along with us to actually train our internal team members. So it was built with all of our best practices to arm our team to go work inside of any agency. So this includes best practices, SOPs, templates, how to send reports to clients, but also all of these things that show how to go be above and beyond for your clients. And these are just methodologies that we have mastered by working with tons and tons of different agencies and hundreds, if not thousands of clients at this point. So CAM School really was created for our internal team. And so we realized that there were so many agencies out there like yourself who had a team that really just wanted them to level up and to get support from people who were doing this inside of all different kinds of agencies. So CAM School really is a tool where you can come in and learn from us and get support from us and ask all the questions that you have. And if you do have a team, it's a really great way to give them a mentor who is outside of your agency which is super key in this client-facing role. Yes, yes. And that's what I've loved. Um, Emma has been amazing. Anytime we have a client situation where I'm like, we need outside perspective because I'm too close to this. (laughs) Yes. It's so helpful to have that person. Um, Now, shifting gears a little bit to talk about how you market your company. You know, I see your ads all the time for bringing in account managers. You've got your podcast as well. So talk to us a little bit about your marketing ecosystem for letting more people know that you exist. Yeah. Marketing is like my favorite thing to do at DOT. And uh, so I'm excited to dig into this. So when we started, it was kind of this slow ramp up period in terms of our marketing, because we were working mostly on word of mouth and referrals. And as we started to get started and really work with colder audiences, we really realized that we needed more of a social media presence. So what we started to do is, of course, the usual posting across our social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, but we were really focused on touching on those pain points. So we wanted to speak directly to an agency owner who was struggling with account management. So all of our marketing really started with pain point focused marketing and then also layering in the visual component of working with us. So we really wanted our brand to come off as very approachable, very professional, polished, and warm and friendly because that is essentially what an account manager is inside of an agency. You want this quick glimpse into what we are like as people, because we are the people actually working with your clients. So we really wanted our social media to come off as this really warm and approachable, you know, brand persona. And over the last year and a half, by the time this comes out, we launched our podcast, which is the Happy Clients Podcast. So we really use that as a marketing tool as well, but also a really cool way to chat with other agency owners and client account managers. And then we take that and we slice it and dice it and push it across all of our content. So, you know, a podcast would be on YouTube, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and multiple posts from from each piece of content. So definitely heavy on the social media, but we're very focused on kind of that brand and and how we want people to feel. And since this is really kind of like an intimate relationship that you build with your clients, with social media being so fast-paced and public, how do you measure the success of some of these campaigns on social media? Like what are some of the metrics you and your team are looking at? 
Yeah. So definitely we're looking at booked calls. So applications from agencies looking to work with us, but from a hiring perspective, we do a lot of marketing for our hiring. So we're always looking for really awesome account managers to join our team. So we're looking at how many people have applied to be on our team. How many people have come come in for um, an application and an assessment and interviews. So that's a huge piece of our marketing. And then from the agency side, of course, applications to work with us, um, meetings, discovery calls, and then CAM school purchases and things like that. So we top of funnel are looking at all of our marketing efforts. So email is a huge piece of that, um, social media, our podcast, and then um, how people are kind of funneling through into, of course, new hires and new agency partners. I love it. And I love that you have the different segments of what success looks like for you as well in marketing. Because I think it's really easy to focus on something like follower numbers. But you know, when we're looking at a vertical that's super niche as well, I mean, how many, how many followers are you possibly gonna have anyways? Um, and I consider my brand the same. It's, you know, it's more about the quality of the people coming in for sure. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I think in our world of marketing, everything is so, oh, just get 30,000 people on your email list and you'll be set. But you don't need that many people. You need to just be you know, speaking directly to this niche market of people who are exactly your target market. And it doesn't need to be like these huge numbers to see success. Yeah. And I'm curious how your whole team kind of works together on this, specifically on the social media side. Um, are you writing the post? Is someone else writing them? Like, talk to me about that process. Yeah. So right now it's me. So I am writing all the content, the emails and the posts and I could outsource it, but I actually wrote this piece of the business I really love. So that's still with me, but I do have support from our assistant who helps me to schedule everything, edit our podcast and slice it and dice it. So I come up with kind of the strategy and I might write, you know, most of the content, but she'll execute it all so that I'm not worried about, oh, did I post on Pinterest or, oh, did I put this on YouTube? She has that all covered. So me and my team. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I like that. And I, you know, I think that's um, something to identify for those of you who are listening or watching this. You know, if you like social media, you don't have to outsource it. You can outsource pieces of it. It doesn't have to be the whole kit and caboodle. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but if you're not good at it, definitely outsource it because it's super important. <laughs> yes. yes. And it can be very time consuming. Very well. time consuming. Oh my gosh. Very time consuming. Um, okay. So talk to me about how you manage balancing p- the social media piece of your job with the rest of it. Because I know for me, when I open TikTok, sometimes it can be a black hole yeah. of like just watching a lot of videos. So <laughs> yeah. how do you like put your own boundaries up? Yeah. So recently I've actually removed Instagram and Facebook from my phone, which has been an absolute game changer. If you like look back at the stats of how much time you spend on these platforms, it's crazy because I would catch myself just like opening up my phone to call someone and I'd be on Instagram. And I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. So I recently did that. And I just, you know, will look at Instagram on my iPad or something like that. Um, but when I'm say on vacation or things like that, my team definitely takes care of all the messages and comments on our social media. And that is super key for me so that I can kind of step outside of the business. Oh yes. I have to have a backup person in there checking the comments and messages because I don't have notifications turned on. Um, and I, I don't want them turned on, uh, cause I already spend too much time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so are there any like trends that you're going to try next? Any plans on using like a platform like TikTok? Yeah. So we've, we've played around with TikTok last year and we're really starting more so this year and we're getting our team more involved. So we did a little TikTok challenge and, um, four of our team members submitted really cool TikToks. So I love to see that. Um, I definitely want to get involved with more like seeing behind the scenes for us. So, you know, some reels or, um, and definitely getting more into YouTube. So creating specific content for YouTube that we can use across, um, all of our platforms. Yes. YouTube is still like dominating, which I love. I think sometimes platforms come and go, but YouTube is like an OG. Love it. Oh yeah. Yes. (laughs) And tell us a little bit more about what's next for Dot & Co. Yeah. So definitely growing our team is a huge component of what we're working towards. I, my dream is to have a big team and be able to go on um, like trips together and, and kind of hang out with people that we love. So that's a huge piece. And then um, growing more of our training side. So like you said, you've really enjoyed camp school. So getting that in the hands of so many more uh, agency owners and marketers so they can level up with our methods. That is definitely a huge piece of what we're working on. Beautiful. And lastly, you have a free checklist for those who are listening. Tell us about the checklist. Yeah. So as you know, working in marketing, onboarding clients is super important, but can be really time consuming. So what we've done is we've actually packaged up a templated onboarding checklist that you can upload into whatever project management software that you're using, whether it be Asana or Trello, and you can get your hands on that over at dotandcompany.co slash checklist. Beautiful. And I have that link in the show notes. Also check it out at onlinedrea.com slash 203 for all of the links to Dot & Co, um, all their social, the podcast, the checklist, everything. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much, Taylor, for joining us today. This was such a great conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, dear listener, for being a committed fan of the show. We appreciate you. Um, If you want to show some support, show us some love, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify now also has ratings. Give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate you. Up next, we have an episode where I'm going to talk all about community-focused social media strategies because community is the backbone of everything you do on social media. So stay tuned. That episode is coming out next week. That's all for today. Bye for now.